0: Good morning, everybody. This is Coach Bass with Monday Morning Quarterback. Um, it's been a while since our last podcast, and today I really want to talk about what quarterbacks and just athletes in general can do um, during this time to kind of maintain their their physical edge as far as their their sport is concerned. As you know, um, you may be in a state right now that is in lockdown of some sorts where. Um, just outdoor non-essential activities are being prohibited. And what we'll, I'm kind of suggesting in this is there's still ways to work on your game as a quarterback specifically, um, just because you can't necessarily go out and be at the practice field or throw routes to your receivers doesn't necessarily mean that you can't, um, A, keep your edge, and B, honestly, improve in some ways. Um, obviously, you know, the timing with routes and all that, um, that's not going to be there right now, and, and, you know, at some point it will, but I think quarterbacks, during this time of non-physical activity for the most part, um, there's a couple things you can do. Um, the first thing I'm really going to hit on today is something I haven't really talked too much about, and um, for those who've gotten to know me over time, you know that my background, uh, I got my bachelor's in science and Psychology, so I'm a big believer in uh, the mental part of the game, specifically how you, how your mind thinks during competition performances. And right now, I think it's a great opportunity to work on visualization. Being able to visualize is going to be a huge advantage, not only for uh, maintaining some mental edge and even some physical edge, but also like sharpening your tool. Your toolbox as um, a competitor overall. Um, a lot of, if you listen to a lot of elite athletes, a lot of them practice mental preparation and visualization. I think this is a great opportunity to do so, um, and I'm going to dive into that. So when I'm talking about visualization, I really want you to be meaningful of how you do it. So what I'm looking for um, in a quarterback position is I really want you. For example, let's break down our pre-snap. When we talk about visualization, everything has to be um, specific and detailed. So everything from how you would call the play, your tone and how you would call the play, what that feels like when you approach the line of scrimmage or when you get the signal off from the sideline, even visualizing the feel of the football in your hands, what it feels like when you're walking up to center or out of shotgun, being able to visualize the formation to seeing where the safeties are, Imagining safety rotation, seeing a front, checking corners out, man or off coverage. Uh, Those are all really important things when you're visualizing and being really detailed. The more detailed you can get visualization, the better. Um, And you can even break that down to actually play. So in a drop, we'll feel what the drop looks like, what the ball feels in your hand, the movement of the defense, visualizing your receivers getting to their routes, the depth. How the ball, uh, where the ball placement has to be, the release of the ball off your hand—all those things. When I talk about visualization, that's specifically what I'm detailing. So those are great opportunities, and this is something that you can really practice and be mindful with when we're talking about like things you could do during this this time period of off season. The second thing, quarterbacks, is um, I've talked about before, um, but this is really important now because your your opportunities to throw are very limited is working on your football IQ. I can't stress enough how important that is. Working on your football IQ and really diving into coverages, fronts, gaps, gap protections, uh, blitzes, knowing and understanding those are going to be really essential. Uh, with my quarterbacks, a lot of them will know that when we approach coverages, we're very detailed about how and how we approach them. I always like to tell them the approach to a coach's eye view and, and, and a defensive coordinator's and understand what strengths and weaknesses of her coverage are and how to attack them and, and know what their weaknesses are. Because if you can understand coverages in that sort of detail, you're going to have a better understanding of what your pre-snaps reads are, what plays work against them, and where to go with the football for it, quite frankly, when you do get to these situations. So you really, really want to dive into coverages and – kind of guessing, kind of understanding just isn't good enough. Like, If you want to be an elite athlete, you know, you want to play at a very high level, you're going to have to really understand details about coverages. Uh, the biggest mistake and fault I see with high school quarterbacks is they really don't have a big understanding of coverages. You might know like a cover two and basics of it, you know, corners have flats and, you know, back outside backers have hooked a curl and but you don't really know the details about what that looks like, what depths are, you know, what are what are some what are some key identi- uh identification uh, points that we can see pre and post SNAP to really identify that coverage. Uh, so this is a great opportunity to do so. And if you don't have the tools necessarily to um, to like dive into that information, uh there's plenty of articles online, you can read some books, you can reach out to quarterback coaches like myself, um and really kind of dive into that. So, really dive into film. Uh, coverages are important. Understanding blitzes are going to be extremely important because it helps you identify your hots. It helps you identify where, what a coverage might be leading into based off a of blitz. And then, and then finally, like really understanding fronts and gaps and, and then protections are, 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 I would say, at the end because they're, they take a lot of detail and a lot of time to really understand why protections are are made to to be called versus certain fronts and uh certain certain play concepts but with all this time really my two tips are a get into the mental game of of just being an athlete and a competitor overall focus on mental uh mental toughness focus on being visually aware and just feeling and understanding what that looks like. And there are a lot of different ways that you can dive into that. And then my second thing is really understand football IQ. Um, because if you're able to understand that you're going to be just a better overall uh, athlete in general, um, they're going to be, I'm sure they're going to be in in coming times opportunities to throw. And if you're able to um, get, if you have a backyard, if you're able to kind of just throw, um, in your backyard, freely, I do encourage that. And, and being, like we have talked about before, just being very detailed in your approach to things. Don't just throw to throw. Have a purpose behind what you do. But if for some reason you're you're stuck and, and you you can't you don't have access to that, or at this point in time you're not able to to necessarily you know throw routes with receivers or do those kind of things, then practice mental toughness, practice uh, mental edge, and, and practice football IQ. And I think kind of honing in on those skills will make you a better athlete when we do hit the field again. And uh, you'll see those dividends uh, pay off for you in the future. So if you guys have questions in the future, go ahead and reach out to me. And I'd love to answer them, and we can talk more football. And I'll see you guys again.